Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Loner Corner. Yes, we've gotten to another episode. I've kept to the schedule. I know it's really surprising. I'm doing a good job for once, but uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I was going to uh, try to get a guest. Considering, you know, this my insane schedule that I have and, you know, the schedules of the people I'd want to get on, it's kind of hard to get that show rolling but hey we're here and uh i'm not queer but we have made it together we are holding hands we are making this world a better place by taking one mook off the street each and every day now to really get started here i think we need to talk about something really really important and that is um, the meaning to me about facing away from your partner, at, you know, getting drilled by your partner during sex. Now, I don't know about you, but when my partner is facing away from me, it, there's no doubt that I'm going to go fucking full cheek clapping, like ass smacking all the way. Like I'm going to go hard in the paint. Now, the reason that is because I don't know about you, but I think it would be terrifying to just be going, like, I mean, just drilling your hog into someone so hard and so fast and deep, and be looking at them, like, looking into their eyes during that moment. It's like, you're, like, staring into the eyes of someone who's killing you, you know? Like, now, the first time I lost my, you know, first time I had sex or lost my virginity, I guess you could say, uh... Thankfully, it wasn't one of those moments in which I was, like, destroying her. That didn't that, that didn't come till later, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, like, there's a different level, or, like, there's a different vibe that I get from having sex with someone when they're facing away. Whether it is that they don't want to look at me, or that they really need it hard and fast, I'll go either way. Like, quite frankly, sometimes it's better to to look at, like, the, I'd rather look at them from the back than from the front sometimes, and, you know, that's just how it has to be sometimes, but I think, like, if your partner ever asks you, hey, could we, could we do, like, can you go on all fours, or could you go in the dog, or whatever, like, don't ever get, like, too discouraged, because they probably still love you, you know, if it's, like, a, like, an actual loving relationship, it's just they probably want to try something new, you know? Because it's always fun to try new shit, just like this uh, Purple Punch vape that I got, which I'll uh, test right now. It's good shit. But, uh, yeah. Like I said on the previous podcast, I pretty much really got into marijuana. If not the previous podcast, like the podcast before. Because, like, I've been really getting into fucking marijuana lately. And I don't really even know why. I actually know exactly why. But, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I should not have fucking taken a fucking hit off that vape. Because I know it's going to fuck my head up. I'm not going to be able to speak coherently. Like, I'm going to be straight up. I don't remember what I talked about in, like, the last (laughs) fucking three minutes. What, something about, uh facing away from your partner during sex it's such an underdeveloped topic an underdeveloped bit that i just decided to fucking talk about but you know what that's not what's important what's important is the thought 
And facing away from your partner during sex is a very important fucking thought, in my opinion, because, like, sex is a very important thing in our lives, right? And uh, hopefully each one of us, each and every one of us has it at least once, or at least twice, because the one time is probably either going to last um, five minutes or five hours, depending on, you know, the way your dick works, but... uh, it's normally the second time that feels the greatest because like the first time you have sex it's like there's that measure of like worrying like oh shit like I may not last that long or my dick ain't that big you know I may not be able to keep myself from you know ejaculating but that wasn't really the case for me at least I don't think it was because I lasted a good 20-25 minutes I mean I was I would mean I was going hard or at least as hard as I could without like you know just going oh fucking shit sorry that was my pen without going you know in like captain insano in her vagina because you know i still wanted her to talk to me afterwards but um yeah but i think it's i think the worst way for a person to lose their virginity for anyone to lose their virginity is by immediately starting with like a fucking with something you've seen in porn like the way sex should start now this is just me but I think the way sex should start is with, hey, do you want to have sex? Like, it should never be, it should never be a fucking fantasy land of like, you know, push your girl up, push your girl up, girlfriend up against the wall, you know, hold her down, fucking put your hand around her fucking throat, throw her on the bed, rip her clothes off, and just go, you know, ape shit on her vagina. Like, that's not how sex works at all. I mean, it'll work like that maybe if, you know, you've been dating for like, or if you've had, if sex was has been introduced into the relationship for a few months, you know, and you guys are both comfortable with your sexual um, endeavors or your sexual interests. So maybe you can like talk about like, you know, one of these days I want to uh, pick you up from your throat and throw you on the bed and fuck you in the ass. Like if that's what your dream is, wait, you know, like wait maybe at least a month or two months after sexual intercourse because like actually no with that kind of request that should take at least four months of like consistent sexual activity because if you just spring that up one day there one of two things is gonna happen one they're gonna call the police or two they will not stop bothering you and will harass you because they will want more of it but because of because that's a 50/50 shot of that happening, there's no way I'm going to take that risk. So all you little kids out there who may be listening or just people in general who've never lost their virginity yet, this isn't porn, folks. Like you don't immediately go through to the fucking grapefruit technique and go like th- the god of thunder on your fucking on their fucking cocks, dude. You need to go slow, okay? Like, I don't know how these, like, it, it, like, I'm, I didn't even know if my girlfriend, like, my first girlfriend was a virgin, or not my first, but, fucking, or I didn't even know if RT was a virgin at the time, because of, like, how fucked I think teenage or ad- adolescent culture has become, because, I mean, I've heard stories from people where they've lost their virginity at, like, 13, and it was completely consensual, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, and I think just, and what's worse is like, it comes from people, or and when I hear that from people, it's normally with uh, ki- uh, the people that they lose their virginity with, 
is normally with um like 17 18 year olds like people who are like if you know seventh grader in high uh in middle school loses their virginity to you know juniors or seniors in high school because at that at that point in a teenage girl's life they're easy like i feel like they're susceptible to suggestion very easily and will fall under that spell so from if you're wondering where i'm going with this fucking story i'm pretty much telling you sex in real life is not like the sex in porns okay i mean the best way to describe it is like you're not going to buy a gun because you've seen it in a movie okay that's not what you do you don't buy a gun because you seen the Terminator shoot down 50 people, all right? That's not why you buy a gun. That's the same as you don't try anal sex as a first move, okay? That's just not how it should work. But people do it, and I feel like it's fucking up the general, like, etiquette or of intimacy, like, sexual intimacy. Because to me, when... I lost my virginity, and I bet my ex-girlfriend, RT, could, you know, support me on this. It took me a long time to get the balls to get up inside her, because, like, the first time I really tried to have sex with RT, Rotten Tangerine, I think was maybe like a month or two months after our relationship, but the thing was, it, it felt so soon to me. And it felt so foreign, and I felt so unprepared that I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't really know how to get a condom on. So I'm just kind of hope. I'm just hoping that this will work, and it just didn't. And time and time again, for months, I was like, I'm gonna have sex with this girl, and I try, and I fail because I couldn't like keep it up. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, for the longest time, I thought I had erectile dysfunction because I'm like, dude, I can't get hard right now. Like, you're naked. You're you know, fucking hot and bot, like, we're both hot and bothered, and we want to fuck, but I can't get it up, like, do you know how, like, disappointing and upsetting that is to a teenage kid, or teenage boy that wants to fuck, like, nothing's worse than someone who wants to lose their virginity, but can't get it up when the time comes, it took me almost a year to fuck this girl, or I don't want to say fuck because it sounds so disrespectful. It took me a year to make love with this girl. That's better. Because I was like, I can't fucking do it. Like, I I think something's wrong with me. Maybe I closed my dick on it in a door when I was younger. Like, I don't know why I just can't fucking do it. But I finally did. And, uh, yeah. It took me a while. But I did it. I lasted 20, 25 minutes. I was sweating super hard. She was probably because I was my fucking, I was all the fucking sweat off my fat fucking belly was probably dripping in her face or some shit. But yeah, I mean, it took a while, but hey, it fucking happened. And I can't, I can safely say I'm not a virgin. And my fucking number, my body count has finally gone up to three. Now, if you're not aware, for the long, for a while, my body count had stayed at 2.75. Now, your brain might have just buffered a little bit or still buffering at the fact that I just said my body count is 2.75. I would assume your brain is like shutting down because 
you don't understand why there's not a full number like you're maybe wondering what did you fuck a paraplegic like no i didn't as cool as that would be i did not um i just only had sex with two people but like kind of had sexual relations with three others now let me explain let daddy explain actually i'm not daddy the real daddy the big daddy is Big Daddy Tanner Richardson, who, if you haven't already known, if you haven't already noticed, I put out another episode with him in the Loner Corner last, uh, a few weeks ago, which you should go check out after this one. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait. I just wanted to say, oh, yeah, that's right, so there wouldn't be dead air. I'm still fucking drawing a blank here. I apologize. But, no, um... God, fuck, what was I going to say? I know we were talking about some sex stuff, but yeah, that's right. My body count is 2.75. Now, Ron Tangerine and another girl who I'll just not say her name, uh, or not even really try to make a hint to who she is, those were two girls that I had been inside and had enjoyed being inside of. Um, The three other girls, (laughs) well, one of them is like, the majority, wait a minute, hold up, I need to figure out the logic of my own fucking, why, oh yeah, that's right, that's right, so, with one of these girls, um, she, I, I'm, so one of them, I pretty much got molested by this one girl, which, okay, I'm just going to say this right now, I did not get molested, I'm just making a joke, they're jokes, people. I did not get sexually assaulted. Even though I personally didn't really riot off on what she did. I personally didn't want her to do that. But uh, it kind of happened and nothing really did happen from that. So she she's she's off the hook. Uh, you, I think I talked a little more about that on the first episode of the Loner Stoner podcast, but... Second person, like, she was, or the person who molested me was 0.25. The person, or the next person, we had pretty much gone out on a date, and then I ate her out in the parking lot, and then she whispered in my ear, I'd really like to suck your dick. And I'm like, that's cool, let's do it. So we go to this, we go to this uh, fancy church parking lot where she could polish me off, and that's about, you know, half a person, because I, I, I finished her off, she finished me off, so that... I would consider, uh, ha- like half a point, and <laughs> uh, so that would be point seven five, and thank like there was this girl who I went out with briefly, where you know things were getting pretty hot and heavy. Somehow our clothes ended up coming off. She gave me like half a blowjob, not even half, like barely a quarter of a blowjob, enough to get me hard, and kind of like want more she gave me blue balls so i mean that's something i guess you could say it's like a 0.10 like like a 0.1 whatever but i don't even count that the only thing that i really count was the fact that i ate her out and made her come three times so that has to be some sort of sexual act so we'll add that at like a 0.25 so if we do the math here my um what i've learned from coolmath.com uh not a sponsor 
that would equal about one person. So with that combined, I finally have an even, or not even, but a full number for my fucking body count. It feels great, dude. It feels awesome and feel to finally like not be in that weird situation where someone asks, or for some reason when someone asks, like, hey, how many people have you had sex with? I'll be like, uh, about 2.75. Like, they'd say, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> Like, is this person missing an arm, you know? But, like I said, I think it'd be pretty cool to fuck someone with, like... Like, I was about to say fuck someone with disabilities, but that's not what I mean. I meant, like, fuck someone who's just missing an arm or missing a leg, because, like... I mean, how awesome would it be to have sex with someone who's, like, who has no legs, you know? Because, to me, that's, like, you can hit it from pretty much any position you want, you can hit it sideways, she can be, she can be on her side, she can be on her fucking stomach, I mean, you, you could fucking have sex with her upside down, man, that'd be fucking awesome, like, all you need to do is, like, hold her arms and just pull her arms up and down, you can get a fucking bicep workout, you know, (laughs) that would be so sick, that now that I think about it, or maybe fuck a girl with no arms, actually, never mind, that wouldn't be too cool, because she wouldn't even be able to, like, fucking give you a handy, I mean, I think it'd be, I think the girls that who have no arms would be more for the guys who, like, who have, you know, feet fascinations, because, dude, that pretty much means they have to jerk you off with their feet, and I'm pretty sure a fucking foot fetish dude would be all over that. Now, I'm not into feet, like, I can see the appeal, you know, you got five toes, like, you got five toes on one foot, and you got five toes on another, that's pretty cool, but, like, I'd rather have someone use their hands with, you know, uh, Rosie Palm and her five sisters, I'd rather have that, you know, going up and down my schlong, than just the fucking palm, or the two palms of someone's foot, like, I've seen that in porn, I'm just like, what the fuck is she doing, like, dude, what the fuck is going on, and, like, Oh, I've always seen that. I've seen that in porn, but I've never felt sexually attracted to him. Like, that's... I need to skip the frame. This shit's getting weird, you know? But, uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I need... I think... I think next time I do a podcast, I'm going to see if I can get someone who has a foot fetish on. I'm going to try to get someone who has a foot fetish to come in and interview him because I think that would be a really interesting 45 minutes before they'd just be like, all right, I think I'm done answering your questions because, you know, I don't think a foot, like, someone with a foot fetish would like to be interviewed by me because I think one of the first questions I would be is like, what if she has, like, athlete's foot? Would you still let her jerk you off with that, you know, her foot? Like, would that introduce, would that breed into a new like, fungus-related STD, and they just be like, are you, I thought, I thought this was, like, an intellectual podcast, which, by the way, if anyone's listening to this to try to learn something new, I think the newest thing you'll learn is, like, how sick and disgusting of a person I can be, but hey, at least I'm being honest, you know, at least I'm being honest and straightforward about the kind of person I am, like, like, I'm not a great person, but I'm not a bad person either, you know? Like, I'm a good person. I I, I leave the door open for people, you know? I, I take my grandmother's trash out every Friday, or I try to if I remember, you know? Like, I think my greatest accomplishment, or one of my uh, 
noblest acts was uh helping out fucking three square giving food like expired food to people in need like i'm gonna be honest man i when i fucking i i, I uh volunteered at this uh food bank called three square i'm not gonna shit on them because i mean what they do is really helpful i mean they're giving food to people like impoverished people or people who are struggling and need it and i think that's a really cool thing to do but at the same time i mean i was delivering this food or i was helping you know give out food and i was looking at the fucking expiration dates and i was just thinking to myself wait a minute (laughs) something ain't right here dude (laughs) something is not right here and i just look and it's like holy shit this food is fucking this is all expired like this expired like a week ago you know this is fucking coleslaw that has expired now again i'm gonna have these fucking people yell at me it's like just because it expired doesn't mean it's bad and it's like uh i don't want to eat fucking i don't want to eat cereal with expired milk because you'll notice that shit in a heartbeat it doesn't even need to be expired for that uh for the milk to taste like shit because i remember i had like a few days before the milk expired i poured it in the bowl because you know like i'll sniff it maybe like a day or two you know before it expires but like this had to have been at least four to five days before it would expire i'm like all right you know this is going to be gone anyway i pour the milk I go, I sit down, and I have, I'm eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is not a sponsor, I take a big bite, and I eat him, and I just like, what the fuck, you know, and I just eat it again, I'm like, what the fuck is this taste, like, this tastes fucking garbage, and I'm like, looking at the expiration, I looked at the expiration date on the milk, and I'm like, it expires in five days, like, what the fuck is this, and I like, I go over to my mom, I think this milk is expired, and she's like, no, it's not, and I'm just like, all right, eat this cereal, she's like, alright, she eats, is like, what the fuck, I'm like, exactly, she goes like, yeah, I'll get some new milk, I'm like, that's fucking right, but, I, mean, I know milk is a bit different, because milk is like, I feel like it's very more, it's a lot more pungent than some other expired foods, but still, I want to eat something while it's fresh, okay, I don't want to eat something that's not fresh, something that could make me sick, because it wasn't, it didn't taste good, like, I don't want to eat expired cereal because that shit would probably taste like fucking garbage, okay? Or, better yet, expired meat, which I'm certain that we had fucking sold, which I'm pretty sure is dangerous as shit, but, you know, when you're poor, <laughs> what are you gonna do, right? Now, I don't want to make, I feel bad for making that joke, but, like, I mean, I'm kind of poor, too, so it was whatever, right? But, yeah. Now, I know that I just fucking said a shit, like, I already talked a lot about Rotten Tangerine already in this uh, podcast, but I kind of want to go, I want to, like, just give an update to that specific segment in general. Now, I've been getting high lately, like, really high, like, so high that I start freaking out, like... Before you start asking, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? It, trust me, it does. Like, I don't know about you, but marijuana does this amazing thing where if you get so high, like, if you get way too high, it's kind of sobering. Like, it's, now, hear hear me out. It's, um, yeah, I know, sobering is a weird choice of words, but, like, just, you know, fucking, just listen to me, hold my hand guide you through this, okay, but what I mean by sobering is, 
in in my case, I have been thinking about things under the influence of marijuana that I have previously never conceived of, and that had are particularly more particularly about Rotten Tangerine. And if you don't really know who she is or like why I talk about her, I'll give you a quick rundown on who she is. I probably explain it in every podcast that I do, but. Ron Tangerine was a girl that I went out with in high school for about a year and four months, and um, she broke up with me in like she broke with up with me about a year ago, and for a like for a few months after our official breakup, she kind of just randomly texted me and kept leading me on, thinking that we'd be getting back together, but really she never did, and I guess I took that very badly like I was very upset at the fact that I kept getting led on and I kept getting fucking thrown into a lie and I'm like fuck this so when we started the loner stoner podcast one of the first or like one of the last things I talked about and trust me it was a lot it was about 20 minutes of this segment of where I was talking about how like how awesome I think anal sex is and why I think everyone should try it which I still believe in, I mean, guys, anal sex is amazing, girls, or women, it's amazing, like, I know you might be wondering, what the fuck, like, trust me, like, it's not that bad, I mean, I've had, I had something up my ass, I mean, it was only a finger, but, like, it felt pretty cool, it just felt like I was, like, having an amazing shit, which, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's, like, the whole point of anal sex, is just feel like you're taking a non-stop, just fucking you know, destroyer shit, but you're not, you know, it's like simulated shit, but, uh, besides the point, the point is, um, I just talked about how I think, how awesome I think sex is, and again, guys, it's awesome, girls, it's awesome, okay, like, trust me, like, it'll expand your horizons, and even if it doesn't expand your horizons, it'll expand something else about yay big, which is, uh, I mean, whether you like that, whether you're into that or not, you know, it's a pretty cool feeling, but, <laughs> um, yeah, that was the first time that I mentioned Rotten Tangerine, and then she just kind of became a regular, like, segment on the show, where I would just randomly tell stories about her. Now, I've kind of come to this conclusion lately, when I was getting just really fucking high, like, stupid high, where, so high that I started freaking out, I started, I just started to think about her, and I guess her family, you know, I thought about her, and her brothers, and like, whatever, and it, it, it kind of came to, like, it made me think that, I think that, if this bit were to keep going, and this podcast, either the Loner Corner, or the Loner Stoner podcast, were to keep going on, and it got bigger, and it got traction, whether it was either in, like, maybe the hundreds, thousands, who knows, maybe more than that, I don't want, like, people to know, or really to just know who she is, like, like I've said it before, I've said her name in the podcast once, and I'm, I may go back and censor it just for my own, like, comfort, because it's, it kind of haunts me to just know that her name is out in the public 
um, forum or just like out in the public domain and I've said so much like embarrassing, potentially like life ruining shit about her that, I mean, again, like I could just be over, I might be like overthinking it, but at the same time, part of me wonders if there is a serious like backlash that I don't realize. Like, is there something like, is this taking a toll on this person's life? I don't want anything severely negative to happen to her. Like, what? It, like whatever I say about her, like, oh, I hope she goes to hell, I hope she gets hit by a bus, whatever, it's a joke. Like, I don't really have feelings for this person anymore. As in, like, I don't care for this person, whether they live, they die. Like, if for whatever reason I found out, like, something happened to her, I'd be like, oh, shit, but I wouldn't really care. But it would... I think it would put me in a different headspace if I were to be someone who had a negative impact on her life. For example, if it made her severely depressed or like suicidal because quite frankly that is something that she had dealt with or at least that's what she says she has dealt with and regardless of whether or not that was even true, I don't want to be I feel like I I just don't want to feel responsible for anything, you know, dramatic happening to her. And the last thing I would ever want, personally, is, whoa. So, if you didn't already notice, uh, one of the microphones was fucking active this whole time for about half an hour, and now it's much more isolated audio. Sorry about that. Um, What was I saying? I don't want to be responsible for something dramatic happening to this person's life. I don't want anything bad to happen to her in general. Like I don't want her to, you know, commit suicide. I don't want her to get bullied. Because really, at this point, the people who listen to this podcast or the Loner Soner podcast, I would say are close friends of mine or friend, like just people who know me or have known of me. And if you've known me in high school, you've likely known, or you almost, like, you likely know who I'm talking about when I refer to this character of Rotten Tangerine. And when I say character, I want her to be more of a character than she is as a real person. Okay, so, pretty much that would mean that all the stories that you hear from her, I don't want you to be like, holy shit. You know, like, I'm going to fucking ruin her life. Like, I say this a lot, and I think I'm going to stop saying this. This is a comedy podcast. I say shit for reactions. And if you can't handle it, listen to something else. Okay? I hold my hate. I hold hate in my heart for no one. I don't have any prejudice against any race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, however you want to identify yourself. I may find it confusing. I may not understand. I may have a grudge against certain individuals, but I don't hate anyone in particular, like any general group in particular, okay? But even with that being said, 
there is still a part of me that feels a little uncomfortable listening back to me, you know, saying all these things about Rotten Tangerine. Now, I'm not, now there, I don't think I've said anything too, like, life-ruining, like, holy shit, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. I mean, yeah, I guess saying sexual, like, our, like, displaying our sexual, um, fucking deeds is pretty, you know, embarrassing, but, like, I can't say that I've said anything life-ruining, you know? Yeah, I've talked about, like, her quote-unquote sisters that had, uh, also committed suicides, or her quote-unquote trips to, uh, Sweden that she had taken with this mysterious abusive boyfriend that she had. Like, I don't know. There is a lot of shit she said, where it's like, holy shit, I think she belongs in the loony bin. And while that may be true, it made me think when I had got explicitly high that if I am really make, if she is really that disturbed of a person and I just didn't realize it for almost a year and a half, I should probably stop making fun of a mentally ill person because I think that isn't right, especially since it isn't a specific individual that I keep talking about. And I guess it's just, I don't want people to ever harass her or ever, like, people who know her to harass her with this shit. Because to me, I've kind of looked back on these last eight months of doing podcasts with both the Loner Stoner podcast and the Loner Corner. I have come to this, like, you know, I guess you could say epiphany. I I don't want to say epiphany, but, like, just this this kind of understanding that... I'm just growing up and realizing that, first of all, I just don't have many stories to tell about her anymore. And why am I still talking about someone who broke up with me over, for, like, over a year ago? It's like, it... I know I'm going to look back at some of the things I said in, like, the future and be like, holy shit, this was embarrassing. For all I know, I might scrub the internet off this of this shit because of how, like, embarrassing I might think it is in the future. But, you know, as of right now, the only thing that I can preemptively think would be embarrassing is the Rotten Tangerine segments. Do I want to cancel the Rotten Tangerine bit altogether? Yes. But no, I don't want to just be like, all right, I'm never talking about Rotten Tangerine again, because I'm sure there's things that I could relate with to other people where I'm like, oh shit, you know, a Rotten Tangerine thing. I think I'd want that to be more of like a relic kind of thing. If not a relic, like just like of a quiet kind of joke, you know, like a quiet um, like, phantom joke, like a phantom bit, you know, I'm not, I probably won't bring her up as much anymore, and if I do, it's probably because I have a good, really good bit lined up, but aside from that, I probably won't be saying much about her anymore, and I'm likely going to repeat this, except probably, I'll probably word it better in the next episode of the Loner Stoner Podcast, which hopefully will be coming out on Monday, so definitely check that out if it does, 
which I'll really try to get it done, but yeah. So all in all, I wouldn't expect to hear the uh, Rotten Tangerine bit too much or too often. Yeah, I may bring it up like with friends, but I'm not going to go in explicit detail about her because I feel like I've already done that. And if anything, it's just going to be an off-air kind of thing, you know? Because at this point, I feel like I've said everything I needed to say about her. I don't have any connection to this person anymore. And quite frankly, like, I don't care to really mention her as much. But who knows, man? Like, take everything you hear in this fucking show with a grain of salt. Because who knows how quickly I'll fucking change my mind in the future. But as of right now, just take away this message. The Rotten Tangerine bit is going to be pushed way in the back of my annals of jokes and stories and segments. Because I'm kind of over picking on a mentally disturbed person. And, you know, potentially, you know, cause harm to someone like that. It's done. And I would encourage anyone listening to um, stop, or, like, I would encourage anyone listening to just, like, don't ever take it too far with the Rotten Tangerine bit, because I'm, I'm very certain that no one is ever saying, like, yo, what's up, RT, you know, what up, Rotten Tangerine, you know, like, no one's fucking going up to her and be like, oh, my God, you got fucked in the ass by that guy, like, no one's gonna go up to her and say that, and if they do, I mean, I can't stop you, but all I can say is just don't do it. Like, just don't, you know, just don't. But really, that's only for people who fucking know her. And I bet for if this ever does take off, you wouldn't even know who she is. And that's probably a good thing. But yeah, um, let's see. What, what what can we talk about? Let's just let's uh, let's talk about one last thing. One last thing, and I think we'll end this podcast. Now, unfortunately, my my place of work has already has been pretty much been exposed. I'm not going to say it that much because I don't want people to know where I work or what I do for a living. And also just because like I don't want to get fired from that job because um quite frankly I like working there. It's pretty cool. I like the people I work with. <laughs> but and I need the job. So anyway, um with that being said, there was this one coworker that I had. We're going to well, I think it's I think I could say his name only because I think he quit. And it's a pretty, like, it's not like a name where you was like, oh, fuck, I know that guy. <laughs> you know, no, it's not, that's not it. But his name was Ted. And Ted was an interesting fella. I'm saying that because Ted was like, I think he was a serial killer. Now, you may be wondering, like, what the fuck? What do you mean? How would you know he's a serial killer? Well, listen, listen to me, uh, listen to me. Listen to this, listen to what I have to say, okay? So, Ted, I've just like, 
he he was a cashier at the place I work. And, you know, I'm bagging stuff, and I'm just lowering the... I'm, like, making it so much easier to find out where I could possibly work, but... I'm, like, I'm bag... And whenever I bagged for him, I would always hear him whisper stuff under his breath. And it wasn't even that. Like, I could still... Like, he had a mask on, so, like, I still heard what he was saying. So, it was clear he was saying stuff and almost wanting to be heard, you know? And I've, like... Like, he pretty much talked to himself, and it was really fucking weird, and it's like... Listen, I don't care. Like, pretty, I'm talking to myself right now, essentially. Except I'm putting it out for an audience to listen to, so I'm technically not talking to myself. But this guy literally would talk to himself in public, okay? Now, if you talk to yourself, great, cool. Fucking keep it to yourself. Don't show other people that you have to have conversations with yourself, you know, not in your... with. Like, in fucking public and not in your fucking head, okay? That, cause that's some sign, that's probably sign of psychosis, or at least low-level psychosis. And, some of the things I heard this dude say has just been fucking, like, was definitely been a little fucking suspicious. Like, let me tell you, I heard some weird, funky shit from this guy. Cause, I was bagging for him. And I just remember I hear him say, like, she made me do it. She made me fucking do it. Now she's mad. I'm like, fucking mad. You know, I was like, what are you saying, dude? What are you talking about? And then I just hear him go, like, I told her she fucking knew. And she fucking knew. I told her she fucking wanted it. She fucking wanted it. She wanted it. She said she wanted it. She fucking wanted it. She got it. Now she's dead. And I'm like, whoa, what? I'm not sure if he said dead or, like, dread. But he said some fucking wild shit. <laughs> like... Like, I'm pretty sure that's what PCP does to people. And this dude is, like, the like physical embodiment of PCP. Labeled Ted. Because, <laughs> like, he just said weird shit and just carried himself in a very different way. He just, like, he didn't like dealing with people. And he had a very quiet nature to himself. Now, granted, I am a pretty quiet person, but... If you get to know me, I am not a quiet person. I talk a lot. I mean, I do a fucking podcast, for Christ's sakes, okay? I talk into a microphone, and I sound like an insane man who smells like bread on your street corner, okay? Like, I'm not well. But this guy was worse off than I was, because... I'm, I'm being straight up. This fucking guy would all... Like, I mean, there was times where he would be outside, you know, collecting shopping carts, when it's like a hundred... like. 100 plus degrees outside in the middle, like, at fucking 3 in the afternoon. Sun is beating down on him, and he's just been out there for hours. And I was like, hey, man, I can take over if you want. He's like, nah, I got it. Or, like, no, he, so the way, the way he would say it, like, nah, I got it. Like, quiet, like, whispered. And he's like, what? He's like, I got it. And he's like, okay. I remember I was in pain one day, and he offered me some ibuprofen. Or I was like, holding my back, you know, he's like, you sore? I'm like, yeah, kind of, been working out, and I just remember, he, like, pulls out a, like, a jar of pills, like, you want some ibuprofen? I'm like, oh, no, thanks, man, he puts it away, and he pulls out a fucking jar of baby aspirin, he's like, you want some aspirin? I'm like, um, no, thank you, I'm okay, (laughs) like, 
again, I may be just really going hard on this guy. Like, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be judging this guy so harshly, but this fucking dude, like, I'm almost certain this guy has some fucking bodies in the trunk or had some, put some bodies in a fucking ditch. Cause this guy, I feel like he wasn't all there and he quit. And see, this also fucking great way to conclude the story is the reason why I can talk about him is because he quit. And the way he quit wasn't like, you know, put in your two weeks, like, goodbye, everyone. Nope. He was on his break. He got some, he got like a bag of chips and water, walked out. And then about an hour later, manager comes by. He's like, have you seen Ted? Where the hell is Ted? I'm like, I don't know. And he just walked out on his break and never came back. Now, I don't fucking know where he is. I don't know what he's plotting. But whatever he is fucking doing, I just hope that I don't get killed because I didn't accept his ibuprofen. Because that shit would suck. And on that note... That would wrap up this episode of The Loner Corner. And if you've gotten this far, I applaud you. I appreciate you. I would kiss you if you're above 18. I'll kiss anyone that's above 18. Does that mean I'm um, uh, pansexual? No. I'm just a happy-go-lucky guy. I like making love with women. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm going to end this before it gets too fucking weird. But again, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you liked it, share it with your friends. If you really liked it and you want to hear more, go check out my back catalog. Go check out the Loner Stoner podcast that I do with my best friend, uh, Donovan Kenneth, and occasionally Logan King, Jason Nonemacher, and uh, other guests that I like to pick out and have on but uh if you want to stay up to date uh subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to whether it's spotify apple Podcasts, um i think google podcasts radio public all those other podcast sites wherever it's on wherever you're listening to subscribe so you can stay up to date this podcast podcast comes out every two weeks or twice a month at Friday at noon. So if you want to, come subscribe. Send in voice messages, either Loner Sonar Podcast or the Loner Corner, because I will listen to them. I will play them on the show, even if you're making fun of me. I don't care. I would love interaction from my listeners, because that would be fucking awesome. And Anchor, who helps me make this podcast... Uh, has a voice message option. So if you want to, download Anchor and send me some voice messages and I'll play it on the show. That would be fucking dope. But yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, share with your friends. Have a good one, folks.